right. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Team Red Podcast. Glad to be here once again. I am your co-host, Luke Weaver, with my partner in crime, Rory Pitts. Rory, how you doing? I'm doing good. I am here so I don't get fined. Yeah, well, I'm glad you actually made it. <laughs> Amazing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm usually the one running in, you know, hat in hand. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm excited about this week. Uh, you know, we've been doing this whole series here, bringing on newer agents who are out there just killing it, which is, they're really like, you know, a rarity like finding a yeti it takes so oh, yeah. long to get your feet going and so this has been a lot of fun um, to talk to these folks and i'm excited about this week um for everyone out there we have clarissa marshall clarissa is from Asheville, north carolina she's been in the business for two full years um after a relatively i guess slower first year really took off she says in year two she's done over 20 million dollars in business in 2019 alone um, closed over 50 transactions in total. She's an EXP icon agent. If you don't know what an icon agent, look it up. It pretty much means they're a legend. Um, so once again, excited to have her here. Clarissa Marshall, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And wow, I'm going to call you guys every day so you can say all those nice things about me. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I work contracted. I can follow you around, be your MC. We'll get you some theme music. Maybe Eye of the Tiger. It'll be perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. Perfect. <laughs> you can find his account on Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Hey, so let's go ahead and get this going. I'm going to let Rory start off with the, the first line of questions here. I, I say that. It sounds like we're going to interrogate her. I know. Right, but, <laughs> and, and we'll get going. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, again, it's great to have you on here, Clarissa. And looking at your numbers again, as I was doing some show prep, it just it blows me away. And I'm, I too, am super excited to have you on here. Uh, but let's start, let's kind of start from the beginning. What was it that got you into real estate? Uh, well, I quit my other job. So I had to sell some houses. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good motivator. Gets us going I mean, that's like the short version, but truthfully. Um, so my, my father who lives about a mile away got super sick and I have three children and my mom who watched my kids, um, actually was unable to do that anymore. So I had a, a night, it was a, a retail job and I, it was weird hours for the weekends and certain days off. So long story short, I was like, well, I've got this real estate license. I got all these years ago for fun, um, that I never used. And I, I decided to actually use it. I'm, I was like, oh wow, I can set my own schedule and I, it's going to be super fun. You know, I had very unrealistic expectations about what, was <laughs> what a lie you're living. <laughs> Well, it's getting to be just now super fun. So, you know, right. Pays off. It is amazing how the things that happen in life and just, it, you know, th seems like things are meant to be um, timing wise. It kind of spurs in these directions. So, um, so if you don't mind me asking, you're in retail before, what were you doing? Well, I've done several things. I was a store manager for a women's clothing store called White House Black Market. It's um, in Asheville. It's probably the only nice place that you can buy clothes because we're <laughs> not known for our clothes here. We're a bunch of hippies, dirty hippies. So, um, <laughs> I, luckily, I had bought things along the way, so I was perfectly outfit. I didn't have to buy anything to start real estate. I was like, okay, I'll just, I can actually wear these business suits, and it makes sense. There but where go. we live, if you see someone a gentleman in a suit and tie or a woman in a business suit, you literally like look at them and think, I wonder where they're going. <laughs> like someone died. Like that's the kind of city. Out of towners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no, trust me when I tell you, we completely understand. We both, him and I grew up in a, a small <laughs> county up here in Mason County. Where, um, oh, we got some. My, uh, 
Those are my guests, special guests. Yeah. <laughs> There's two of them. Yeah. That's they, awesome. That's why I love real estate. <laughs> That's why I love EXP, you office where you're at. Take your dog with you. <laughs> yeah, no, we get it. We grew up in a in a, a small a small town where I think the everyday wear was a flannel and maybe a blue tarp. So yeah. um yes. yeah, I, I get it. So okay, so you got into real estate. Um did you go to EXP right away or was this was it second stop along the trail? No, my brother was a realtor and he was the team leader at Keller Williams <laughs> in Manhattan. I'm gonna move my <laughs> he was the team leader at Keller Williams in Manhattan oh. and in New York. So he asked me to sign up with Keller Williams here in Asheville. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that makes sense for him, right? With yeah. I mean, their model and all that, that kind of a deal. So how long were you at KW? Um, let's see, six months, maybe. Oh, oh okay. That's all it took. So I, okay. So from KW to EXP, how did that happen? What was the, what spurred you? Well, I had, I was growing very frustrated and I had been talking to a gal who ran a mega team at Keller Williams and she was the first person in Asheville to join EXP. And so she wanted me to be her listing agent. And so I kind of just said, okay, sure. Ever. And so I joined just under her really to be a part of her team. I probably would have stayed at Keller Williams had I not, um, you know, joined up with, with her and she was leaving. I'd never heard of EXP. I didn't know what it was. But I just said, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> You're here, I'm here. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, and, and, I, and that's, that's yeah, pretty interesting. Because um, that's the first time I think I've heard someone who's at EXP say, I came over to EXP not because of, not necessarily because of EXP, but because of a completely different reason. Exactly. I had no idea about it, actually. And um, her sponsor was Daniel Beer, who's in California. So he's my... Um, he's actually my my default sponsor now because she's actually no longer with the company. So it's a really interesting, long, oh, wow, ended story. But um, <laughs> I don't know if we have time to get into all of that today. But I, when I finally learned about EXP, um, I'm just I'm floored and amazed and so glad that I accidentally joined. So what were some of the first aha moments for you uh, after being at EXP and, and doing what you were doing? Um, what did you start going, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that's really cool or, or, or anything like that? Um, I, it took because um, the team I was on didn't really get the, like, the buy-in. So until I left the team, um, we ne never had been in the world. We never had used any of the marketing materials. I didn't know what an icon agent was. Wow. Um, so really like when she left the company, so that was, so I was with her team from like April to, um, uh, like the beginning of September, um, last year. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, so really like I dug, I dug deep cause I was like, okay, I don't want to change firms again. Right. Um, let me see what this company's all about because then I had met, you know, talked with some of like Daniel Beer and Curtis Johnson and some of the people in my upline and then they were so excited about exp so i'm like let me find out why you know? <laughs> yay me too I think. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting in my there's 2500 agents in asheville and surrounding areas wow. only 25 of them are with exp so it's a huge when i realized there's actually an attraction piece to this company that's where things really started to get me excited 
Oh yeah, twenty five agents out of two twenty five hundred. I'm I'm purchasing my tickets to Asheville, North Carolina right yeah. now. So <laughs> yeah. Well, booth. that's interesting you say that. There have been some EXP agents that recently bought houses here. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works. We're we're opportunistic wolves. We are as realtors. <laughs> so um, so yeah, this has been it's been great. And now um, in the past two weeks, honestly, I've signed up about six people. Um, we're growing more every single day. We got our, um, actually signed up our brokerage charge. She was with Keller Williams in Nashville. So she's under me and then some more people started coming. So it's really growing. It's really taking off now that we have a solid base and we can explain EXP and what it's and Why wouldn't you join? It's so exciting. That's great. What are you seeing uh, with these people that are joining? What is the, what is the pain point? I guess that's the best way to put it. What's their pain point of wanting to make a switch? I think a lot of people are not utilizing the offices that they're paying a great deal for. And uh, they're seeing that a lot of, you know, a lot of real estate agents are already entrepreneurs and they already have their own business, quote unquote. So it's a really easy switch when you see what all you get and that you can save so much money. And then you start seeing, you know, oh, they give back here. And also we can sign up some people and get some more money. It's just multiple streams of income for anyone who I think is minded in that direction. But even if you just sell real estate, it's such an amazing company, which is all I did for my first whole year at EXP. I just sold real estate. Right. <laughs> um, and it was, it was amazing because I'm like, oh, wow, I actually have you know no debt. I have a stock account. I have a, a SEP IRA. I have a Roth IRA. Like These are all things that I know that sounds super simple, but when you come from a place where you've been like, how am I going to pay my heat and, and feed my three kids? So like, wow, I have all of these things. And my company was a huge part of it. I'm just so grateful. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we're hearing from, from agents that are coming over is exactly what you just said there about, um, you know, the desk fees. I'm not in the office. I'm out there in the field or I'm at a coffee shop or whatever. And why am I, why am I paying this extra fee? And then, you know, we've heard from, some other agents from uh, from K Dub who've talked about the uh, the the cap, and once once you explain how that works and how simple it is with EXP, their eyes just get really big and go, really, that's that's all I got to pay. Yeah, I know it's it's super exciting, especially if you live in a place where, I mean, some of these caps are outrageous. So I had told you earlier in the conversation about my brother in New York. Now he's with EXP. Believe it or not, he signed up under me. So uh, I was going to ask that question. That was, that was what I was leading to. Yeah. That would make Thanksgiving dinner a little uncomfortable. Exactly. But, I mean, the cap fees they pay in Manhattan, I mean, it's outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. I can't even imagine. Oh gosh, New York. Yeah. <laughs> can't even imagine. No, thank you. Well, let's, uh, let's transition here just a little bit. I'm really, I, I love that story. I love the fact that she joined EXP and didn't even know about all the perks of EXP before she joined. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. love that part of her story. Um, but this caught my attention. So you have done 50 tra over 50 transactions this year alone. Is that correct? Um, 58 as of today. And I've got um, four more pending this month. I should hit... Um, right around like 70 something by the end of the year. Wow. And I'm that an is amazing. So it's been, it's been crazy. I'm not even sure how it happened actually. Cause last year on the team with someone paying a lot of money for leads and I was just the listing agent, I did um, 32 transactions and 6 million in volume. That's um, a great first that year. That was like right. support and like someone paying for tons of things. So I honestly, I, I made my goal for this year as an individual agent, 10 million. And I wanted to do 40 transactions 
And then I hit that in July, actually. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll rethink this a little bit. So then I said, I'll do 20 million by the end of the year and I'll make a stretch goal of 62 transactions. Yeah. Um, so when then I hit that a little bit ago, just a couple weeks ago, actually, uh, it just feels really good. And I really don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So then let's, let's talk through this. Let's talk through it. Like, um, like the new, like new agents are listening. Cause we have a handful of new agents that, that are looking for that spark, that, that thing that's going to motivate them. And, you know, we explain to them, you got to put in the hard work. You got to, you know, you got to do your grind. open houses. You got to grind. You got to, you got to shake hands and kiss babies. You got to do a lot. And this is like the second week in a row that we've heard people just take off and and they're doing business like gangbusters yeah. so what is it what is it you do on the day-to-day -day basis that would allow for this kind of growth to happen um well i think that's just it right so everyone wants uh everyone wants to sell 20 million but no one wants to put in the work um and it's i mean it's i won't lie to anyone like i need <laughs> i'm actually in the process of hiring an assistant um nice. i need i need help because i work a lot of hours so i won't lie to anyone like to get to this level um or any level where you're going to stay in the business most you know i teach at the real estate school sometimes and i tell the class of 75 like probably five or ten of you and will do any transactions you know right. but it's because i'm not willing to put in the work and i had something pop up on my facebook feed like from two years ago in my memories where it showed that i was like hosting an open house for a super successful agent and it was like the third week in a row I'd done it and I was a showing agent I did anything that anyone would let me just yeah. to a make money but b to like learn about real estate yeah. um I never said no to anyone and I know they tell you not to do it but the people telling you not to do it are the ones that have money and have like <laughs> a team and have a, a things of success going on you know it's like yes. easy for them to say like I can say no now too but I never used to say no right I, you know, that's a, uh, that's an old adage I, I had from my military days when I have uh, people come to me there, you know, kids come to me, and say, hey, you know, because I, I coach high school sports and they're like, hey, you know, coach, whatever I'm thinking about joining the military, what, what, what's the one advice you could give me going into the military? And I tell everyone I'm going to say, just volunteer for everything. Like, yes. and the reason I say that is because I have, I have old Marine buddies that come to me and they're like, man, you had the coolest tour of duty. Like you did so many cool things. And, and I'm like, I want to know why? Because for the first year and a half, two years of my service, like anytime there was a crap job or just something need to be done that no one wanted to do, I raised my hand and yes. <laughs> I'm known as that guy. So then when the cool things happen, they just automatically take you with, right? Cause you're that guy who's willing to do it. I, I think so much of that really goes into real estate and life is in general, be that person who's willing to raise their hand. And yeah. people will know who you are. And, and I'm sure by always being Clarissa, who was willing to raise her hand and do anything early on, you know, people start to know who you are. Well, I think the old adage, like the harder you work, the luckier you are. So yeah. the harder I work, the luckier I found myself. You know, um, when I had my first million dollar listing, which was this year, I sold it within 48 hours. It was wow. the most amazing feeling. And that client has since given me, it was a for sale by owner um, that I had called like, Hey, wow, let, let me list you and actually made him $200,000 more than his listed price, like as a FISBO. So we made more by like hiring me and then told all of his friends. Um, and he and I really just talked about the hard work aspect of it. And that's really why he told me, he's like, that's why I hired you. They can see like that you work so hard. So that's a big piece of it. If you're not willing to work hard, 
then you're never going to be, in my opinion, um, very successful, especially at the beginning, like grunt work, unless you just have a bunch of money to buy a bunch of leads. And then sure, you know. Yeah, even then though, I, I think you're absolutely spot on. I mean, we have new agents come to us all the time, like, well, nothing's happening. I'm like, well, you're making nothing happen. Um, and they just kind of wait. Um, you know, they can't see the forest through the trees. They don't see the opportunities when they're on their front doorstep. Um, and, and to your point, it's, it's just about going out and doing those things that you don't necessarily want to do all the time. Um, doing the little things, banking the points on the little things every day that lead to those, you know, those lucky moments, those big moments. Yes. And like I have, you know, I was the, the queen of taking like the stinky land listings nobody else wanted. Um, <laughs> But you know what? Like you would get a buyer from that who called on your $10,000 lot for sale and you could convert them to, oh, you know what? Maybe I will buy a $300,000 house instead, you know? So you just right. never know. Absolutely. Right. And I think that it sounds to me like that's what you're providing everybody is some value. You're not just, uh, you're not just, yeah, this house, this uh, property's $10,000. $10, oh, it's not for you. Okay. Thanks. Have a nice day. You're actually, sounds like you're going out of your way to, to say, hey, hold on a second here. Have you ever considered this? this might actually be a better option for you. Absolutely. Like real estate is not about properties. It's about people. And that's like my, my little tagline that I have on the bottom of my email and that I really believe in my heart. So I think also customer service is paramount to what we do. And that's, you know, I've owned a bar in the past as well. And then I, like I said, I worked retail and upscale shop. And what do we do? We keep in touch with people and we give them the most excellent customer service experience. And if you do that consistently and treat every person that you talk to with respect, whether it's a realtor or whether it's a broker in charge or whether it's a client, um, you treat them like a queen or a king, they're going to, there's no way you can't be successful. Right. No, yeah, that's, that's absolutely spot on. And I think that your background, similar, very similar to like Rory and myself, where we've came, where we, we came from, um, you know, customer-based experiences, relational, you know, um, jobs, where having relationships and, and, and building that client trust was important there. And that carries over to what we're doing here, which is why I always say when people are like, oh, you're a salesman. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm really not a salesman. A salesman is slinging Kirby's door to door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is a consultant job. This is a you know a relationship job. These people are coming to us saying, "Will you help me?" Absolutely. I'm not selling you on anything. Um, right. I'm just trying to make sure that you're taken care of and you feel good about everything once it's done. Yes, and it's and it's calling people back. It's doing what you say. It's doing the right thing. Yeah even when that's super hard. I can still remember like I paid for a seller's oil in her oil tank that she got ref refilled when we were under contract. And I literally did not have the $600 to do it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to pay it. I'm so sorry. I should have disclosed that you shouldn't have, you know, and she was very, she was very upset till I said that I paid that. And that woman has given me no less than $17,000 in GCI. So I could have had like, the worst, if I would have thought about the money and like, oh, I really don't have this five or $600 to give um, and not thought about how her and how she felt, I'm t I promise you, she would have told 10 people never to use me, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's, it's always thinking about the bigger picture. And ironically enough, that was, that transaction was when I was on the team. So I could have easily passed that off and said, oh, that's on the team leader. Like, I'm just a listing agent that makes 25% of 3%. 
but I didn't. I took my check and I ate it. And then it came back and like repaid tenfold. And I think those are the, the little pieces. If you just see dollar signs or you just see houses and you don't see people, um, you know, it doesn't, karma's a real thing. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You get what you give, right? So, well, what is, uh, so what's 2020 looking like for you? What are your big goals, your big aspirations? I mean, this is the time of year where everybody sits down and starts thinking about the next year. And, uh, you know, Luke and I have slowly started that process of looking at 2020, but, uh, what does it look like for, for Clarissa in 2020? So uh, you're probably not going to like this and not probably a lot of people listening won't, but so my goal is 10 million actually. And it's because I'm at a place in my life where I can actually set boundaries with my sellers and buyers. Hey, I'm going to work Monday through Saturday, uh, you know, 7am to 6pm and then I'm going to turn off my phone. Um, I'm going to be present for my family and my dogs and myself. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm setting a lower goal. But at the same time, I've also just brought on an amazing, hungry, um, eager buyer agent who also can do, do listings with me. And she's, she reminds me of myself and I'm going to pour a lot into her and make her her be Clarissa next year gotcha. <laughs> and then yep. she can make you know be Clarissa I'm also transitioning my focus really into agent attraction with exp um I'm just with the success that I've recently had after my first lunch and learn so I hosted one 65 people came we had planned, oh my goodness yeah we planned for 30 so it's it's ready and because of my relationship with people agents and because of um my integrity I think that people People trust me and they're excited to hear more about EXP finally. So I've kept my nose down. I've iconed twice in the same year, actually. I'm excited. Um, Amazing. And yeah, so, so my cap reset in May. And so I iconed actually the last day, April 30th. Oh. <laughs> and then when it reset, I just iconed again, actually. So twice in the same year. Um, so I just want to teach other people that. And then a lot of people are having... Uh, I'm a problem solver. So one of the biggest pushbacks we're hearing from EXP in our area is, hey, they don't have any support. You're just kind of like left to yourself. So me and a couple other agents have actually formed a group where we're meeting weekly with people. We're going to sit down in real time live with them, show them the world, show them where to find the support. And yeah, they have mentors and it's, it's different than that. This is about getting the buy-in for our company yeah. and being there for the agents that I sponsor. So I'm excited about that too. So it's like a test run. We'll let you know how it goes. Talk to me next year. I have 12 people now under me. Let's see if I have my goal of 50 next year. <laughs> now, is that 12 total or you have 12 in your first line? How's that working out? That's 12 in my first line. Nice. Um, another person onboarding now. I'm not even sure about my second line. I just found out how to check my tree. <laughs> like, uh, you're you're in trouble now. You're going to do it every day twice. Yeah. Um, but that, but my, my biggest thing is I don't want it to be a revolving door and I don't want people to feel like the frustration that I felt when I joined EXP on a team that didn't get the buy-in. So yep. my goal is to help people get the buy-in with this amazing company. Because if you know about it and you know where to find the things that you need, there's no reason you would ever go anywhere else. Yeah, and I think you're I think you're nailing it right there on the head. We this last year with our team, we've um, started to make some changes just to address those things, especially with like new agents coming in. Rory's hosting on Monday nights um, a mentorship meeting um, so that he can catch those people that are after work that you know that might be working other jobs while they're trying to get things off the ground. Um, yeah, we're going so far as to maybe incorporate one of our agents who wants to take on the role of being a concierge to get people pointed in the right direction, always kind of being available. We have 
tech meetups and different things where you can kind of get that one-on-one or that personal personal touch and you know now, don't get me wrong there are some of us mavericks out there in the world that don't want to talk to anybody if we don't have to but <laughs> um and i'm pointing the finger at myself but um but i think you're spot on like these people you know these people like the the entire idea of exp is brilliant and it's the way the world is going um as far as you know being virtual and, and not having an office or brick and mortar but people still need human contact human interaction um yeah. And, and so the fact that you're thinking about that is, is really to your credit, just to see, to see that you don't want anybody to Well, I'm taking a step here. further. So I'm actually, yeah, I don't want anybody to leave XP, but I'm actually taking a step further. So I'm actually partnering with someone who moved to Asheville because he was excited about the opportunity here. Mm-hmm. He's not my downline. He's not my upline. We're two totally separate lines, but we're totally partnering up. Nice. And um, I... I want to make so that is a, the argument that a lot of new agents are hearing from some brokerages who I shall not speak their name in my area is that <laughs> there, you know there's no collaboration if someone signs up in California like no one here is going to help them and I'm going to show them that's not true I have a right. teaching heart and I'm so excited to partner with anyone from EXP whether or not they're in my downline or my upline I'm still excited to because we grow bigger and better together so um, that's the other thing I want to do for my area is, you know, and I've even got a co-listing with an EFT agent that's in his downline who was like really feeling the struggle. And I'm like, oh, she can co-list with me. Um, no problem. Because it was listing agent, a company, I didn't want to go. So um, yeah. I needed an agent, I needed a hungry agent and she, and she's the one. And like I said, I could have picked someone from my downline, but those are the kind of steps that we're trying to make here. These are the kind of things that I did as an agent with, my clients and now I'm going to service um, agents the same way. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, that's huge. Well, it's, it's exciting to hear what's happening down there in North Carolina. And it sounds like, uh, it sounds like everything has fallen into place at just the right moment for it all to, to expand down there. Well, I mean, we'll see. I always expect calamity and then (laughs) something happens good. (laughs) Ever read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've read that book. Yep. That is my Bible. I love it. So I do. I expect (laughs) calamity. And it's made me such a happier person. (laughs) Outstanding. That's That's awesome. That's good stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's say that someone's listening to the podcast and they're like, man, I really got to get in touch with Clarissa. I want to talk to her a little bit more, bend her ear. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, definitely text is the quickest way. So um, I always return phone calls the same day, if it's Monday through Friday before six. And it's um, 828-774-6343. And a text I'll even return sometimes after my own boundaries that I just set. So I'm learning. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It takes time. It takes time when you set those boundaries, definitely. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks again, Clarissa. It was great having you on here, and uh, you're definitely an inspiration to the two of us here. Just uh, if you could see our faces and how big our eyes got a couple times, we're like, okay, this is awesome. This is great stuff, and I'm, I'm pretty sure people out there listening to this podcast are going to be thinking the same thing. So again, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and we wish you nothing but more success going into 2020. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for including me, and Luke, thanks so much for your service in Jacksonville and for our great nation. (laughs) And you guys keep rocking. Thanks so much. You do the same and hopefully we'll see you in Vegas. 
Uh, you will. I was there last time. <laughs> oh, you were the one I saw up on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I barely made it out alive, but you'll see. Later. <laughs> you and us both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great day. You too. Thank take you. care. The content discussed in this podcast are the opinions of Rory Pitts, Luke Weaver, and all guests. This information is intended as general and for entertainment purposes only. We suggest all listeners do their own due diligence and research before making any business decision. This podcast is produced independently of and is not endorsed or funded by EXP Realty directly or indirectly.